0: Welcome back to the Relaxing to Love podcast. I'm your host, T. Elizabeth. It is a beautiful morning in July here, and uh, I'm coming to you from Portland, Oregon. It's about six in the morning, and I just felt called to connect and called to just kind of really reflect on the last few months of my life and hopefully provide some valuable wisdom and just reflections that you can internalize and take with you on your journey as well. Um, Because it's been a beautiful roller coaster of a ride for the last few months. And I'm not going to lie, it's been testing me. It's been testing me and challenging me and really asking me to continue to up level, continue to step up, continue to step forward. And I love it. I absolutely love it. I I love it now in reflection, right? (laughs) Don't always love it in the moment, but I love it in the reflection of it. So today I really, I want to talk about surrendering and what that really truly means and also about how to tap into the magic of life again. I call it the the magic of the internal possibility of life, um, and the potentiality of life. And I think you know, with all that has been going on in the external world, that is making us feel like life doesn't feel too magical, and and life is feeling kind of crappy, shitty, uh, confined, suffocating. I don't know; those have been some of the words that have been coming through for me. I have to really check myself on my language because it's really easy to get caught up into that narrative of how the world is and what's going on and why everything just doesn't feel like it's flowing. But it always is such a beautiful reminder to also come back into the internal world. And make sure that we're putting more focus on the internal world <clears throat> than the external world. Because, and I, I've been a culprit of this over the last few months, and that's why I want to reflect on this. You know, when we put our attention into the external world, looking to that to make us happy, then it's we're literally giving our power away to the external. But when we continue to bring back the focus, bring back the priority into the internal world of our own true self, and making sure that we are making ourselves happy in our own ways, that's when we know that we can tap back into the magic, that magic that is that feeling that there is so much more to this life than what we just see in front of us and so much more to the potentiality of what we get to create with our life than what we just see or what has happened to us in the past. So, I want to kind of kick this off by just actually reading a post that I wrote uh, about a week ago um, because I think it really just kind of highlights everything that I've been reflecting on and it was really, really powerful and it was really received well by my following and I think that it'll be a really good kickoff point for this discussion on surrender. So I'm just going to read it to you right now. And this is something that I posted right after coming out of being in Montana um, at Glacier National Park um, to catch you guys up from where we last, last left off. Um, Spence and I have been basically doing a three-month road trip throughout the United States. Um, and it's been incredible. It's been absolutely incredible. And looking back on it, it has been like the best experience for me. Um, because I knew I always wanted to check out the United States. You know, we've been traveling for, gosh, two, almost yeah, two and a quarter years now. Um, experiencing the, the international world of the United States, but we never really took time to see our own country. And with this choice to come back from Bali and, you know, be in the United States throughout this COVID time, it's been a really beautiful blessing for us to say, hey, you know what? Like we may not be able to quote unquote travel the way we're used to, but that doesn't mean that we have to stop our lifestyle. And there have been so many beautiful moments that have opened up for us where we've been able to go and like actually experience a lot of beautiful beautiful places within the United States. So we spent a month in Bend, then we went up to, uh, to Washington, spent a beautiful month up in Washington, living on a river out in the the Cascade National Park. Um, And then we decided to continue our little road trip. And we went out to Spokane, and we went over to Montana um, and really explored all the national parks of that area. And then we went down to Wyoming and really did like a full cross-country road trip, spent some time with some friends in Wyoming, and then drove back through Utah and Idaho and made our way back to Portland. So that's where we are now. So it's been, it's been a fun journey. Um, of course, being as safe as possible as we're traveling, you know, definitely not wanting to be irresponsible with all this, but it doesn't mean that we have to put our life on hold either. You know, we just have to take the right precautions and continue to make sure that we're honoring, uh, what our life is without letting it completely take away our power and our freedom. So backstory on all of this, I'm in Montana. (laughs) we found this incredible little homestead on a ranch where they had literally converted some horse stables into little bed and breakfasts. And we rented out this little horse stable with bunk beds. Um, And we stayed there for four days because it was right in the beautiful prime location in Montana. And we really wanted to go and experience all the beauty and the nature of Montana. So I'm there. And it's just feeling like Although everything in hindsight worked out beautifully, at the time it did not feel like things were working out. It felt like things were, everything was falling apart. Like every, it felt like everywhere I tried to put my intention to, everything I tried to quote unquote make happen was not working. And I was starting to get really stressed and I was starting to get really tight and tense. And there was this moment where I just realized I just I couldn't keep trying to make things happen. And I remember being in my bunk bed (laughs) and I just had this moment of a complete breakdown. I'm just like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. The fear was so intense And I just put the covers over my head and I just started crying and I just felt like even though we were doing this fun little road trip, like it felt like I was so far away from everything that I deeply felt connected to and aligned to. Um, and I share this because it's important, it's important to honor and recognize these feelings and know that we're not all perfect. We don't all have our shit together all the time. Like I too have breakdowns and mental moments of like, crap, where is life going? So let me share this post with you because I wrote it right after I had this little mental breakdown and it really helped to catapult me into the next phase of things, getting back to the flow and things stop being crunchy and getting back to being back into the magic and back into this beautiful place where I am now, where I'm just so happy being here in Portland for the summer. So starts with this I said, I surrender fully to you. I'm not going to lie. These last few weeks have been a roller coaster of feelings, challenges and moments of growth. Spence and I have now been digital nomading for over two years, and while the freedom of it is exhilarating, the challenges are just as opposite and extreme. Plus, when adding on COVID closures and stress, selling our family home, planning a wedding, while running a full-time business as a single-member business owner, it's been feeling nothing short of insane. Even though I've been living my dream life, and I'm so incredibly grateful for that, I've also felt myself get caught up into the moments of the harsh external realness of reality, rather than feeling into the internal magic of potentiality that I usually operate from. More than ever, I've had to step back, connect back into really what's important and let the rest of it all completely go. Don't know where I'm going to live next week. I surrender. Don't know if your dream wedding venue will stay open by next year. I surrender. Don't know if I'll ever find a place we can truly settle and call home. I surrender. Don't know if we'll ever be able to get back across the border to Canada to fulfill our house sitting agreement. I surrender. Don't know if we'll lose all our money and be homeless forever. I surrender. (laughs) Although these feel like extreme statements, they're all big thoughts on my mind, but I'm also reminded that with all uncertainty comes an even bigger opportunity, the truest form of surrender the type of surrender that is only experienced when you are up against your breaking point, the breaking point when your biggest Everest of deepest fears, conditioning and faith is questioned where you've out hustled everything. Even your mind feels is possible. And you're still left feeling nothing but dead ends of worry in this type of moment. There's nothing else you can do, but breathe, lean back and free fall. So that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm leaving it all in God's hands. I trust that the universe has my back and that I'm infinitely guided and that I'm no longer in control. And I, ironically, I realize I never was. <sighs> yeah, control. <laughs> I think this is the biggest, deepest part of this topic and concept of surrender. You know, I've I've had clients too that are going through their own experiences of surrender and not really knowing how to truly surrender and not really knowing what surrender really looks like and feels like. And I will tell you the truest form of surrender comes with that feeling of free falling. Where literally you are up against, like I said, your biggest Everest of deepest fears and conditioning and faith. And you feel that everything is being questioned and you literally cannot do anything else. Where your mind, like I said, has out hustled everything that it knows how to do. And you still feel like you're coming up against a wall. And when you know that you're at that point of a breaking point, this is your call, love. This is your moment to let it all go. And truly free fall and true. It's like, it's like those trust fall exercises, right? Where you actually just like trust that you are going to stop doing everything that your mind has known how to do and just not do anything, not do anything and just keep taking baby steps forward based on what feels right in your gut and trust that that is the right path. And let everything else go, even if you don't know what that looks like, even if you are super unsure and just trust that, that you are infinitely supported and guided. And that's what I always have to keep coming back to is this reminder. And I tell you, I have had this come through twice now in such powerful, powerful moments of my life. Thank you, COVID, (laughs) where I have just been put up against the wall of everything that I knew was possible of how to actually create my life. And I've had to just completely let go of all plans, all expectations, everything and surrender and free fall and trust that I am going to be guided to where I need to be next. And without fail, it has happened. And what has come through on the other side of that fear has been immense elation and excitement and joy and contentment. I swear you, I swear to you, it really has been. And I think it's it's heightened because of the fact that I've been traveling and we've had this very freedom lifestyle where we literally can pick up and go anywhere. It really opens us up to such like really drastic changes right where we can really see oh wow okay yeah when I shifted from Wyoming to to Oregon that's when things really shifted right so you don't have to be traveling the world to have these kinds of realizations or have these kinds of free-fall moments um, of letting go you can have this no matter where you are and what's going on in your life but the most important thing is this concept of truly just trusting and letting go that you are going to be guided and I remember being there in Montana And we didn't have a place to live after that next week, we were going to go drive to Wyoming, we were going to spend some time with friends. And then after that, we had no idea where we were going to live. And although we could have just gotten a hotel room and like worked it out, there was this immense fear that was coming through that was like, we're up against the wire here. (laughs) Like, I don't want to live in my car. Not to say that we don't have money, like we're totally fine. But I I didn't have that next home planned out. And up until this point, with our travels, we'd always planned out about three months ahead of time of knowing where we were going to be going, kind of how our how our travels are going to continue to evolve and what places we wanted to see. And it was a really weird moment where everywhere that we had wanted to go in the intern the international world, we had we had gone to and now we weren't able to leave the country. And in the United States, we were feeling like there weren't that many options of places that we could go um, that we wanted to go in this moment in time because of COVID. So it was a really scary moment of like, where is our life going? And where do we call home? You know, and I'm ready. I feel very ready to settle into a place. But You don't want to just settle anywhere, you don't want to just pick a little hole in the ground and call it home. You want to have a really beautiful feeling of a space that feels like a place that you could cultivate a community. And I wasn't finding that anywhere I had been and it was really scary to feel like Kind of like that little book, like, Are You My Mama? Are You My Mother? You know, it's like this little baby llama going up to every animal and being like, Are you my mother? Are you my mother? That's what I've been doing with homes. (laughs) Are you my home? Are you my home? Are you my home? (laughs) And up until now, it really hasn't felt like anywhere has been my home. So I just had to let go of needing that to work out. And trust that I was going to find my home in due time. And trust that my wedding venue was going to work itself out, even though they keep telling me they don't have a budget and they're going to have to close and shut down by the end of this year. And just keep trusting that it's all going to work itself out. And as soon as I wrote that post, I felt this immense relief come through me. Like it was no longer up to me and I no longer had to stress and I no longer had to worry and I was just gonna let it be, right? And three days later, (laughs) we had reached out to a couple different places and no one was getting back to us and and the one place that we had wanted to go you know in Portland they they said that it it, it had been already booked and, and we weren't able to get it three days later they came back to me and said that that place in Portland fell through and that it was available and that if we wanted it it was ours and it was just like wow It was such a beautiful moment of like, okay, okay, yes, okay, trusting, trusting. And, you know, a few days later, we drove to Oregon and here we are now. And I tell you, it's checking all the boxes. It's checking all the boxes that we've ever wanted in a place, which is incredible. And I'm not saying we're going to move here yet. We're still in the early baby phases, but it's once again, just a beautiful reminder that when we let go, when we truly surrender, when we come up against that breaking point and truly say, I cannot control this anymore. <laughs> control is an illusion and I cannot control this. When we truly tell our mind that and, and disengage our mind and literally put it on time out for a little while and put pause on it and let ourselves actually just get into the flow of life again, that's when we can truly flow again. Abraham Hicks has a great quote. She talks about it as is like the metaphor of rowing your boat upstream versus letting go of the oars, letting the boat turn around and letting you flow to where you need to go. That's exactly what this is. And that's exactly what surrender is all about. It's about recognizing first, you have to recognize when are you paddling upstream and how much effort are you putting into this to not have yourself actually go anywhere And then actually in that moment, let go of the oars and let that current just naturally take you where you need to be. It's a beautiful analogy. And that's exactly what I feel like I've been on right now is recognizing again coming back from being in flow to being out of flow to being in flow and out of flow. And that is this dance of life, right? And it's going to be this dance of life. I'm not saying that, you know, we will always be in flow. There are going to be moments of crunchiness. There are going to be moments of contrast, but these are the beautiful moments for us to recognize, Oh wait, I'm out of alignment again here. I'm feeling myself paddling upstream and it's not feeling good and nothing is working out and I'm not going anywhere. And I'm looking over there and the shore is the same place (laughs) as where it was 20 minutes ago. Maybe I need to turn my boat around. (laughs) And that's what this is about. It's about turning your boat around and letting yourself actually just lean back and trust. So let's relate this to relationships. Because I'm talking more on just my personal life level, but let's actually relate this to relationships because it's all very interconnected. And when we connect into this feeling of hustling and trying to make things work out in relationships, it can sometimes very much feel like you're paddling your boat upstream, right? If you're with a man and you're noticing that things are just not working you just keep coming up against dead ends or things are just feel tight or they feel frustrating or they just feel hard right or you guys keep getting into fights or you both want different things and you're trying to compromise too much or you're feeling like you have to settle or there's just infinite things right of of ways that we can get into those crunchy moments and we can get pushed up to that breaking point of like how do I even manage this? Like, why, why are we even doing this? This doesn't feel like it's working. This does not feel like it's flowing. Like, why, why are we even in this relationship? If you're getting into those places within a connection with a man, this is your moment to recognize it's time to surrender. It's time to let go. And not necessarily let go of the relationship, let go of the oars let go of the mind that is trying to control this relationship and trying to make things happen and and push the relationship down the quote unquote relationship timeline, right? Because that's all that it is. It really is in your mind. It's this feeling of things don't feel like they're working. Things don't feel like they're flowing. So let me go in with my brain and try and rationally, logically make this work. And I will tell you, my darling, that this is not how we make relationships work. But nobody teaches us this. (laughs) That's why I'm talking about it. And it's not the way to make a relationship flow. The only way to make a relationship flow, to move through the crunchy tightness, is to actually lean back and surrender through it. And let yourself flow through it. So when you come up against those moments and you're feeling that tightness what i want you to do is really just take like three steps back physically emotionally energetically without closing your heart we're not talking about closing off and becoming defensive and putting up walls no 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 we're just talking about literally giving the relationship some space to breathe and just saying you know what you know, beautiful man in front of me (laughs) or man I'm dating or man I'm trying to get to know or husband. I just need to take a few days to myself to recalibrate because I'm recognizing that things are feeling a little bit challenging and I really want to get back to my center. I want to get back to that magic. I want to get back to my place of truth so that we can really work, work out a new way to come together to make this flow in harmony, Right. And from that place, that's when you get to truly just say, you know what? I surrender. I do not need to be the one in control of this relationship within yourself, right? I can surrender this to the universe. I know that the universe is here to support me and guide me. And it brought this person into my life for my own growth. It brought this person into my life to help me challenge myself to step into a higher version of me and to become a higher version of me. And that's what I keep talking about with this idea of spiritual partnership, right? Is embracing the fact that this partner that we choose to be with, or the people that we're bringing into our lives are here to challenge us in good ways, to make us a better version of ourselves. So instead of looking at this as a as a fight that we have to win or a combat that we have to get through to get through the relationship, What if we were to look at it from an entirely different perspective and think about it in terms of how is this person here on my path supported to me from the universe to guide me into becoming a better version of myself so that I can help even bring him up and continue to evolve this relationship and how I relate with everyone in the world. Like hot damn. Yes, yes, that's how I want you to be approaching relationships. And that's the beauty of the surrender is we get to just come, come back to the situation from a place of magic, from a place of curiosity, from a place of truly identifying what makes me feel truly at ease at peace. And how can I come from a place of love and universal compassion and come into the relationship from that space? And when you do, you allow there to be a whole new energy that forms from this relationship. And, and he will sense it and he will pick up on it instantly and you'll probably notice his defenses will come down, his muscles will relax. And if you have a partner that is emotionally mature and intelligent, he will be able to meet you there. And you guys can come back to the situation from a place of truly wanting to be a teammates, right? Teammates on this journey. say how can we really move forward in a way that feels really peaceful and at ease and flow together so that's what I want to leave you with right now and if this is something you want to explore deeper with please um, send me an email I'm gonna leave my link down below um, because this is something that is it takes practice it definitely takes practice it takes time and I'm not saying that it's easy to just get all of a sudden but it's something that is so profound And so pivotal, and I promise you, it will change the trajectory of your life when we choose to look at life from a place of the magic of potentiality rather than the harshness of our reality in the external world. So um, if this episode resonated for you, please share it with a friend, you know, write me a comment, write me a review. It would be so wonderful to hear, you know, what really was your takeaway. Share it with some, uh, on Instagram as well, you know, make a, maybe make a little video and tag me in it. And if you do, I'd love to repost it because this message needs to get out there to more women. And everything that I have been really tapping into lately is just this feeling of expansion and continuing to expand these messages to the world because they are so needed. And I will continue to show up and share my moments of life and my experience and continue to help you with yours. And that is what brings me so much joy. So for that, I will leave it there today. And I am just wishing you the best day today as I get started on my beautiful day here in sunny Portland, Oregon. And uh, until next time, sending you so much love, babe.